Monday at 7 o'clock and time for the Scots Whey Show. If I lose you, if I lose you, if I lose you, if I lose you, the ha, the ha, the ha, mmm. If I, if I, if I, if I, if I, baby, 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 GGG, so GGG, yo, yo. If I lose you, if I lose you, the ha, the ha, if I lose you, the street, if I lose you, the street, if I lose you, the street.
and that was Life Without Buildings and The Lean Over, taken from the classic album Any Other City, which came out back in 2001, but it still sounds as good today as it did when it was first released. If you don't know it, investigate it further, you will not regret it. Hello, and welcome to the Scots Way Show with me, Ali Braidwood. How this show works is that I'll play you the very best Scottish music, old, but mostly brand new, before nine o'clock. We also have regular features. The Artist of the Week is Quinny, and I'll be having a chat with the man himself, as well as playing the new single, Boxing Day Bells. The featured album is Ravelo's Exit Light, and I'll play two tracks from it. And there are book, TV, podcast and gig recommendations for you to ponder. But we always kick off the show properly with three of the best new releases. And this week we start with Leisure Land and this is Jamaica Street. Sweet. 
Those three new releases was Paisley's Leisureland and Jamaica Street, which follows on from the EP also called Leisureland, which came out in June this year. And then you heard new music from Fergus McCready, that's F major, and it's from the EP Sketches, which I promise you is a thing of beauty from start to finish. And just there, it was Day Sleeper featuring Lindsay Clark, and that's taken from the EP Everything Else, which, as it's the time of year we will talk about the best releases of the year, that's definitely a late contender for that list. Now, the legends who are the Hedrons are back with a new album. It's called Tired of Taking, and from it, this is Turn the Video Off.
was heartwarming to hear video referenced in a song. That was the head drawings and turned the video off. Take it from their new album, Tired of Taking. And if you enjoyed that, you will love the album. Now it's time for our book recommendation for this week, and it's one that will appeal to all you music lovers. It's Michelle Faber's Listen on Music, Sound and Us. Here's a bit from the back of the book to tell you what's going on. There are countless books on music with much analysis given to musicians, bands, eras and all genres. But rarely does a book delve into what's going on inside us when we listen. Michelle Faber explores two big questions, how we listen to music and why we listen to music. To answer these, he considers biology, age, illness, the notion of cool, commerce, the dichotomy between good and bad taste, and through extensive interviews with musicians, unlocks some surprising answers. From the award-winning author of The Crimson Petal in the White and Under the Skin, this curious and celebratory book reflects Michelle Faber's lifelong obsession with music of all kinds. And I've written a review of Michelle Faber's Listen on Music, Sound and Us for Product Magazine, which is online now. I'll tell you where to read it after you've heard some of it. 
Michelle Faber's Listen is a music book unlike many, if any, others. Closer to Steven Pinker's examinations on language and linguistics than about who or what you should be listening to or a list of essential albums or tales and anecdotes of rock and roll excess. It's about how we perceive music and do so in a number of ways. Essential relationship that is about much more than simply sound. An examination of what music does to us and the complex and numerous reasons why. The music we listen to doesn't change once it's been recorded, but we do, and how we listen also changes. There's an early chapter on those who don't like music, who suffer, if that's the right word, from musical anhedonia, meaning that music doesn't provoke any emotion. Originally I thought this chapter was an outlier, but actually it sets up the rest of the book as if we are to ask why music doesn't provoke an emotional response in some, we also have to ask questions about why it does in the rest of us, and that's what Faber goes on to do in detail. It's not about nostalgia, something the writer claims not to understand, or at least personally experience, but he does examine this in depth in a fascinating chapter. He also looks at the apparent desire many have for absolutes when it comes to music. Linked to that is the nebulous notion of taste and the desire that others think you have it. We all have taste, but why do we care if we do that others share it, or at least approve of it? Listen also examines the value put on the physical objects which carry music, vinyl, CDs, cassettes and all the other various methods of delivery which have come and gone and sometimes come again. What is the comfort to be had in collecting? Faber admits that at home he has a room wholly given over to music. In that admission there is heady mix of pride and shame and much of listen deals with such dichotomies, a constant pull between the passions and reason. There's far too much in the book to go into full detail here. It also looks at the problems of structural racism, misogyny and xenophobia in music and much of the discussion around it. The chapter on foreign pop is not only informative, it is, as with the book in general, incredibly entertaining. There are also investigations into fashion, fandom, tribal allegiances, and if music can ever be fully separated from those who make it. Faber also considers the effect music has on young and even unborn children through to what happens not when the music dies, but when those who listen to it do. A comprehensive inquiry from cradle to grave. For those of us who know Michelle Faber as a writer of great novels, Listen on Music, Sound and Us may be surprising in content, but not in style, with the writer's playfulness, unusual thought process and exquisite use of language all present and correct. While it's a personal love letter to music, Faber admits it's his first love. It's a book for every curious music lover who wants to understand a little better why they like what they like and why we are who we are. And that's me talking about Listen on Music, Sound and Us, which is out now published by Canongate Books. And if you go over to productmagazine.co.uk, you can read the full review. More new music now, and oh, this is great, from Callum Ingram. It's called Show Me the Way.
you're a bad lover. You bleed out the world, lover. We're stuck in your throat, lover. But one day you'll fall. The first of those two new releases was Callum Ingram and Show Me The Way and few, if any, artists play the cello as Callum does, bringing a rock guitar feel to the instrument as you just heard. And just there it was Victoria Hume and Bad Lover, a gorgeous song out now with Lost Map Records and it's so good to have new music from Victoria Hume. Now it's time for Ali's Comfort Break, that time in every show when I play you a song longer than those usually played on the radio. And this week it's fairly modest in terms of length, but not in terms of quality. It's the full 6 minutes and 33 seconds of Wozniak's American Slang.
and that was Wozniak and American Slang, taken from their current album Memory Disorder, which is such a great record and it's out now. And that was Ali's Comfort Break for this week. Now recently I spoke to Gordon Harrow from Garlands, who were our Artist of the Week. They have a new single out and this is it. This is Garlands and Names. strong enough Tell me how you feel about us Lately you've been acting unkind Hiding the truth behind those ice cold blue eyes
And that was Big Lanes and Big Dipper, which is from the single Back to Earth, which is out now, two-track single out now. And Big Lanes are a post-punk psych rock band from Edinburgh, brought together by the pandemic when there was nothing else to do, so they began writing and recording new music together. And they are Robin Fowler on bass, Malcolm Irving on vocals and guitar, Gordon Kilgour on drums, and Keith McRae on guitar and I'm looking forward to hearing more from Big Lanes. And before that you had the latest singer from Garlands called Names. And now it's time for our TV recommendation for this week and it is Schemers, a 2019 film written by Dave McLean and Kyle Titterton which is based on Dave McLean's early life in Dundee prior to becoming the manager of Placebo and many other things aside. Here's a bit more about it. Set at the tail end of the 1970s, Schemers tells the real-life story of director Dave McLean, played by Connor Berry, as he chances his way through his 20s, getting into scrapes and turning to the world of music promotion to make some money and, importantly, to impress girls. Namely Shona, played by Tara Lee. As Davy and his two pals, Scott and John, bounce from one shambolic gig to the next, finding themselves deeper and deeper in debt to the local mob, they stumble across a potential solution to their problems, booking an up-and-coming heavy metal band called Iron Maiden to play the Caird Hall. What could possibly go wrong? With a uniquely Dundonian sense of wit, plenty of DIY punk spirit, a cast of colourful characters, and possibly filled to the brim with familiar locations, Schemer is an unashamed love letter to Dundee itself and the people who make up the city. It kind of marries together the feel of Train Spotting and 2012's Good Vibrations uh, about Terry Hooley's record shop set up in Belfast in the late 70s. For a low-budget film, it's really got a lot going for it. And for the footage of the Paul Diano era, Myron Maiden alone, it's worth watching. But it's also got a great soundtrack featuring, in terms of Scottish bands, The View, The Associates, Proclaimers, Simple Minds, Sensational Alex Harvey Band, as well as tracks from The Fall, Saxon, Placebo and The Ruts. And it includes this next track from Perth's Fiction Factory. Before I play that... This film is called Schemers. It's available on iPlayer Now. This is Fiction Factory and feels like heaven.
And that was Fiction Factory and Feels Like Heaven, which was all over the radio back in 1983 when it was released. You're listening to the Scots Wehey Show with me, Ali Braidwood, and now it's time for the featured album for this week, which is Ravlo's Exit Light. And from it, this is The Chair Is Nowhere. For a long way So 
And that was Ravelo and the Chair is Nowhere from the featured album Exit Light. And I'll play another track from it later in the show. Now, if you were kicking around Edinburgh or listening to John Peel in the early 80s, you may remember Autumn 1904, who were contemporaries of bands such as Finney Tribe and Goodbye, Mr Mackenzie. They have remastered and re-recorded original material and they're going to put it out as an album called Tales of Innocence, which will be out with Last Night from Glasgow in February 2024. This is the first release from it and it's great. This is Autumn 1904 and The City.
Oh, I just love that. I cannot wait to hear the full album. That was Autumn 1904 and The City. It's now time for our Artist of the Week, who is Quinny. In a moment, I'll be having a chat with Quinny after you've heard the new single, Boxing Day Bells. If I can't cheer up by Christmas Eve, then why would you want me to stay? Well, if I can't cheer up by Christmas Eve, my alarm's still set for Boxing Day. The frozen pond we'd been skating on suddenly doesn't seem safe. I'm feeling old in this bitter cold, scared the ace may refuse all my weight. There's a couple clasped together, unaffected by the weather. Their balance is bad, but they're having fun. They conveniently remind me that my besties are behind me. I missed all my moments, ask anyone. If I can't cheer up by Christmas Eve, then why would you want me to stay? Well, if I can't cheer up by Christmas Eve, my alarm's still set for Boxing Day. The Christmas lights by the riverside grow thinner and dimmer each year. They stood bright and bold on the black, so I'm told. And all the old faces were here. You couldn't stop the facade. I swore I never had once it started this sad slow reveal. I stand here in fresh no you've just heard Boxing Day Bells, the new single from Quinny. And I'm so pleased to be joined by the man himself now, live from Melbourne. Hello there. Hello, how are you? I'm really good. It's good to see you. Good so, you to me, it doesn't seem like it's Christmas unless there's a Quinny Christmas single coming out. What can you tell us about this one? This one, this one's actually my first serious one. Right. Most of them are a bit 
more tongue in cheek. This one's a bit more serious, and it's definitely gone down a bit more depressing. It's just it's kind of I guess Christmas isn't for everyone. Yeah, and that's sort of the vibe I'm going for. I mean, I, I like it. I, I'm coming home for Christmas myself. I, I'm a fan of Christmas, but um, yeah, this I know that I recognise that it's not for everyone. This one's about you know it's kind of someone that's kind of steeped in nostalgia and they can't see that right now is the good times. Yeah, now is the good old days, and so you know you can't see the the wood for the trees sort of thing. Uh, yeah, that's so I always just try, I always try and give a bit of a different perspective on my Christmas songs where I can. I think well, I was talking with someone about nostalgia just recently, and it was in a book I read, and how it can have a kind of arrested development state, and that you don't you don't engage with what's happening now, particularly mm. perhaps in music, you know, because you're always looking for the, the soundtrack to your youth or whatever. And I guess the Christmases of your youth, it's a similar type of thing. Yeah, well, I go into that a little bit in the song. Yeah, they, you know, um, talking about how the Christmas lights used to be better. <laughs> you know, they used to be better, and everybody was here and all that. But you know, there's people here now. So it's, it's a good time for nostalgia. There's lots of old, the, the new Beatles track out, and there's, you know, what I mean, so it's a good time to be nostalgic. It's a big industry, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask you, what is about Christmas that makes you want to write songs about it? I don't think I don't love writing songs about Christmas. I mean, I don't. I know I get the impression that I do, but I think the the Christmas format or subject has just been really useful for me in being like a bit liberating, where I'm not worried about using tropes or reusing old ideas, or you know, I'm not always trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, and I think in my other songs, I'm always trying to show that I'm good at writing songs. Whereas when I'm doing the Christmas songs, I'm not really trying to do that. I'm just trying to have have fun in it. And I feel like I, they're probably some of my better songs, to be honest, partly because of that. So that's more the thing. And really, when I, when I did the first one, Christmas Gear, five years ago this year, I'd kind of taken a bit of a break from songwriting and stuff. I just couldn't have... In that time, you know, I'd started working full time. I was living in London and I just hadn't really got into I just couldn't write. I'd run out of ideas. And then when I came up with this Christmas song in the shower or whatever it was, I came up with it. Then it sort of started the ball rolling and I booked some gigs and everything just kind of fell into place. And so I think that I've got a bit of a nostalgia for, for writing these kind of songs, I suppose, just because I feel that they, they free me up in some way. That's interesting. Do you feel that uh, instead of an expectation of someone listening to a Quinny song, there's an expectation of them listening to a Christmas song, and that's a kind of wider, that that allows you to, you know, the focus isn't on you, it's almost on the subject. Yes, yes, somewhere I think deep down, though, I mean, no one's got any expectation of any Quinny songs, because probably no one's heard them. But, uh, but yeah, I think there is that. I think I feel like I'm representing myself more when I'm writing my own songs and then I'm willing to, like, can I get over myself a little bit when I'm writing the Christmassy stuff? And, man, it's some of it is hard to get people to listen to, though, because they're, like, recently I was trying to find a drummer yeah, um, to play the gig here in Melbourne. And people were like, oh, I don't like Christmas songs. And I was like, well, they're not really Christmas songs. And they're yeah. like, they just weren't into it. And I'm like, it's not religious today. Anyway, anyway. And uh, do you have your own favourite 
Christmas tunes? It's a bit of an obvious question, but I thought I would ask it anyway. I used to really love Lonely This Christmas by Mud. I think that yeah. was a big a big inspiration. Yeah, because it's a kind of downer song, isn't it? It's a real Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I when I first heard that in fact, I heard somebody, not even when I first heard it, I knew it for years, but when I, I seen somebody doing it for karaoke once, and I was just like, that's so funny that that's a big Christmas song and it's such a downer. And, <laughs> and yeah, and I, I, I think I just get into that. Just, there are definitely other ones I love. I, I mean, I love, the last year here, um, I did a medley of a bunch of Christmas songs, because they don't have Christmas number ones here. Um, well, they do, but then it's not the same. Um and so, yeah, we played like Last Christmas and a bunch of other ones. I love Wonderful Christmas Time by McCartney and yeah. You've just reminded me, I spent a, a Christmas in Perth, Australia, and it was one of the weirdest things ever because it was 40 degrees. And yeah. but they still had Santa's and they still had Christmas trees and they had all the kind of Western ideas of, of what Christmas is, but you were sweltered. Is yeah, that the experience yeah. you've had? Yeah, well. My song, My December, is sort of inspired by that. I mean, it's about global warming. I've framed it like global warming. That was last year's Christmas song, but um, but yeah, it just it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right to me. Um, but but that's partly because I'm not with my own family. I spend it with Maddie's family and my girlfriend, and every year it's got um, it's got better. The first year was hard because I was. I was kind of thinking I would have went home because of COVID. I didn't go home. Yeah, and I was with. I'd only I'd only known them for a couple of months, and it was hot, and I wasn't with my family. It just it all felt really odd. Um, going to someone's pool. Yeah, <laughs> in the afternoon. But I mean, to be honest, it's nice. We we're probably more of a um, Christmas tradition now for me is going where I wrote Boxing Day Bells. We go down to this um, to the Gold Coast. Her family are in Brisbane. Yep. Anyone that's listening is like, I thought it was in Melbourne. So we go up to the Gold Coast, or go up to Brisbane, then down to the Gold Coast, and um, we spend a few days down there um, at the same spot every year. So that that's kind of become more of a tradition for me than anything, anything else than going to Elfin Grove or any of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and a. So you, you've you've been in Australia for a, for a few years now, and you're still making. Is that where you're making the music? Did that where you made uh, the new single? Yeah, that was that's the first one that I've recorded here, which was good. It was re- really cool to do that because I've been playing with some of those guys for a little while. Yeah. Um, so it was good to, to get something down with them because normally I'm like, oh, learn these parts that my pals in Scotland wrote. Right. You know, so it's, it's, it was good to kind of explore a bit of what we're doing. I mean, particularly in this one, I, I love what um, Adam's done on the bass. He's just he took what was like a kind of country song and he's made it. He's he's Melbourne that a bit. He's made it a bit kind of psyche, a bit sixties sounding, which is cool. And got his brother Scott on drums, and then I got like a bona fide Melbourne lap steel player, Jason Kane. He's doing a bit of. Um, a bit of that on it, so yeah, there's some cool, and then I've got some great backing vocalists on it. So it was, yeah, it was cool to get all those pals together. 
before we started recording, we were talking about how Melbourne's got this reputation of being a real hub for culture and the arts. And have you found that? And has that kind of meant that you've been able to continue making music and, you know, discovering new people to work with? Yeah, I mean, what's great about Melbourne is that they've got, um, there's so many wee venues, like 100 cat venues, and there's a real scene of people just booking shows. Like, even people that are in, you know, their 40s and 50s, there's still a lot of, like, local bands, people starting new bands. You know, it's not all, it's not all young people. I'm not saying that all of these people are selling loads of records or anything like that. Oh. I just mean their shows happening all the time. That, that's where I, that's my where I really fit in. <laughs> People that aren't selling a lot of records but want to um, <laughs> but want to play, and um, and so yeah, it's it's good for that. It's really good for that. And there's lots of players around and stuff. I mean, it's it's hard like anywhere. It's hard to break in. But something I found as well is that the wages here are just a little bit better. And mm-hmm. so, in the cost of living, in terms of the wages, is a bit better. So. There's that little bit more disposable income, which then you can put into it as well. I, that's how I've felt. That's been my yeah. experience. But, um, but also booze is really expensive here, but I don't drink, so I've, that's probably how I save. Um, but I, that's what I've found most liberating, to be honest, being able to put the money, because I pay for it all myself. I mean, I don't I ask people to do me a lot of favours as well, but anything that I have to pay for, I pay for my, myself. And so... I have found it a bit more liberating because the the money the wages have helped. Yeah, the minimum wage is, minimum wage here in Australia is higher anyway. So, and you released an EP earlier this year called "Act Like a Saint," working with Bovine. So, how did you work on that? If you were there and he was here, oh well, that that was old. Oh that right, is it okay? But it was but released this year. I'm right about that. I right? released, it, released it this year. I'd been sitting on it for years. I, I'd, that was originally recorded with Chris McCrory. Mm-hmm. He was, he, we did it in 2013 and 14. So it was right. maybe a follow-up to the first EP. Um, and then I moved to London and I got the stems off of Chris. And I never, I never done anything with it. And then Bovine said to me, just give them to me. And so I did. And then a couple of months later, he sent me this stuff and it sounded amazing. But then his computer crashed and he thought he lost all of it. And oh. I'd had notes, you know, I had notes. I was like, oh, Jake, you could do this or that. Um, but then a couple of years later than that, he, he found these the WAV files for those mixes that he did. And I was like, oh, well, that's, I can't have any notes because that's it. (laughs) And uh, to be honest, I'd forgotten what my notes were. And they said, but it was probably a bit to do with my vocal and all that that I wasn't happy with. It's fine. It sounds fine. It's as good as I was going to do it. But um, yeah. And so then I was kind of sitting on them because I hadn't, I hadn't been playing that much. And then I started the Christmas stuff. And then I thought, well, this year I'm actually gigging. I've gigged a bit more this year than I had in other years. So and I thought with the ten years of yeah since the first EP and all of that, I thought this is probably the year to put it out. So, so that yeah, that's how that worked. But it was all done mostly remotely. I think I, did, I redid the vocals at his house, right, in like twenty sixteen or seventeen when I was living in London. Um, but yeah, yeah, but I have I have worked on things with him um, since, and I record bits. I mean, I've sent him voice memos, and then he builds a whole song. And then he just asked me to re-record the vocal. It's amazing. 
Oh, fantastic. Like voicemail, and my time is terrible, and he makes it sound like it's fine. <laughs> and you, you mentioned that you are uh, coming back home for Christmas, and you're going to be playing at least one gig. I don't know if you're playing more, but you're playing stereo, is that right? I'm playing at stereo, yeah. I'll, I'm going to do two sets. I'm going to do at Like a Saint and Read All the Rumours, which is my first EP. Mm-hmm. To sort of celebrate that 10-year thing. And then I'll do a second set with all my Christmas stuff. And mm-hmm. that's... That, that I'm doing two... I've got two bands. So I'll do, do it with two bands. So one to do the old stuff, one to do the Christmas stuff. And that's just so that I can get a chance. Because I really find that music is how I hang out with a lot of my pals. That's what yeah. I've been doing for the last 20-odd years. And so... That's how I know a lot of these people. And so I could arrange to go out for like a cup of tea. But really, what will be, the best way for me to hang out with them is to make some music. So that's sort of the plan for me um, with that. And it will, um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be good nice. to play in stereo. Yeah, I'm a bit, I mean, it's, it's quite big. I'm going to have the seats in because it's quite a big space. And I don't yeah. think I can pull 200 odd people, but we'll see. And after that, what's the, the, do you have any plans for the immediate future in terms of music? Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna play a song. I'll play a song at Tommy Riley's Christmas thing at the Rum Shack. Can't remember what that's called. I think it's on the 16th, possibly. So I'll, I'll play. I'll I'll do a tune there, um, and then I'm going to record more stuff when I'm in Scotland with my my Scottish music pals. Uh, at Teapot, do you know that place out in Kinross? It's near Balado. All right, okay. Um, and so uh, it's a it's an Airbnb and studio, so I'll be out there for a bit at the end of my trip. And um, when my girlfriend Maddie, when she goes home, me and some of my my mates will head out there and we'll mess about. We'll see, I've got a, a fair chunk of time, so we'll see how many. I would love to get enough to do an album, but we'll be so underprepared if I can get. A few songs done, it'll be fine. It's all about, it's more about the hanging out than it is about yeah. the recording. But yeah, we'll get something out of it. Excellent, excellent. Well, Peter, thanks very much uh, for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. That's all right. Thanks for having me. And this is Quinny and my December Why the Sun Stole Christmas. Where the magic was real 
does it quite like Quinny. That was Quinny and My December, How the Sun Stole Christmas. And thanks again to Quinny for having a chat, taking the time to talk to me all the way from Melbourne. And a couple of dates for you, just to confirm. His gig at Stereo is on the 21st of December in Glasgow and Tommy Riley's All-Star Christmas is at the Rum Shack on December the 16th. This is the Scott Swahey Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood. And next is a new release from the Joshua Hotel. This is Queer Holiday.
Well, the first of those two tracks was the Joshua Hotel and Queer Holiday. And Joshua Hotel are going to be playing King Tut's on Wednesday, December the 27th, alongside Laments and Mark Steele. Tickets are available now. And just there, you heard Looper and Vanilla Skies. And that's taken from a new compilation album from Looper, which is, and the digital album version is out now. If you head over to looper.bandcamp.com, you'll learn all about it. A Luminous Place is an 18-track collection of short, perfectly formed, lo-fi, jazz-hop instrumental beats from Looper, a.k.a. Stuart and Calm David. The album compiles lockdown-era recordings created by the duo as Looper, alongside four created under the pseudonym Mr Vertigo, a welcome addition to Looper's unique catalogue. The album features three new tracks, Piano, Window, Piano, Words on Paper and Yink This, which further tell the story of what Looper have been doing over the last few years. I'm a huge fan of Looper, always great to get new music from them, and I can't wait to listen to the rest of A Luminous Place. Now it's time for our podcast suggestion for this week and a few weeks ago we recommended Kelly, an audio drama podcast for you which was written by folk musician and composer Martin Green and who provides the music from it as well. We've got Martin on the latest Scott Swahey podcast talking about Kelly and the album Split the Air and their Celtic Connections gig which is coming up on the 3rd of February but there's also a three-part documentary available on BBC Sounds at the moment. It kind of underpins everything that Martin's been doing. It's called Banding Love Spit and Valve Oil and in it, Martin explores the phenomenon that is modern brass banding and what continues to draw people in. Here's a bit more about it. Love Spit and Valve Oil is a new documentary created by Martin Green for BBC Radio 4, exploring history and magic behind the brass banding scene through their compositions, competitions and communities. He explores the phenomenon that is modern brass banding after following a poster at the National Mining Museum Scotland that said Brass in the Park this Saturday. Martin discovered one of the most inspiring social music-making acts he'd ever witnessed. Determined to find out what continues to draw people into brass banding, both musically and socially, Martin decides to write a piece of music for a brass band and seek advice from those in the community. There he finds a series of interesting juxtapositions and discovers the important role brass banding has in people's lives. It's a fascinating documentary. I didn't even know the term brass banding until talking to Martin. And if you do want to know more, head over to scottswahey.com and you'll find the podcast with Martin Green where he discusses everything around this project including Kelly, Split the Air, and the forthcoming Celtic Connections gig, as well as his role as part of Lau, the legendary folk band. But that was Ali's podcast suggestion for this week, Love Spit and Valve Oil, and it's available on BBC Sounds. Next, it's a new release from Life Coach. This is 
intentions could be found in passive action. Are you, are you done? You get on and play on sun. Are you, are you not done? You get on and play on sun. You play on sun. And that was 730 from Life Coach. And Life Coach blend poetry, lo-fi beats, synths and guitars as they dissect life in a Western world obsessed with self-improvement, technology and economic thinking. Life Coach is primarily a spoken word artist citing influences such as Arab Strap for those I love, Casio Tone for the Painfully Alone and Merso. I just think that's brilliant and I believe more is on the way when it is I'll make sure I play it for you. Now we return to the featured album for this week which is Ravlo's Exit Light and from it this is In The Crescent. Good of the starlight 
And that was Ravlo and In the Crescent, taken from our featured album Exit Light, which is out now with Olive Grove Records. And it's said that the title Exit Light plays with the urge for an escape, the alluring light of the exit, the compulsion to run for safety, and answers with an album that lingers with sitting with oneself or one's surroundings, sitting with the pain or the beauty, the love and the loss, the duality that they can exist at the same time even. It's a call to let go and an invitation to observe what's around in the moment. And it's just a fantastic collection of songs. Some great musicians playing on there as well. It's called Exit Light. It's by Ravelo. It's out with Olive Grove Records and it's our featured album for this week. And now it's time for our pick of the gigs for the coming week. And talking about Olive Grove Records, they have a night out at the Glad Cafe on Wednesday the 7th of December featuring Hank Tree, Adam Ross and Henry and Fleetwood and that promises to be just a brilliant night of music. And between the 7th and 9th of December, Paws are on tour. On the 7th of December, they'll be at the Tunnels in Aberdeen supported by Moody Moody and General Winston. On Friday the 8th, they'll be in Edinburgh at the Wee Red Bar, where they're supported by Hendrix Knight and Lloyd's House. Love Lloyd's House. And Lloyd's House are going to be supporting Paws on Saturday the 9th when they're at the Poetry Club in Glasgow. The other support act are St. Sappho. Bell and Sebastian are doing two nights at Paisley Town Hall on the 8th and 9th of December. Also on the 9th, at church up in Dundee, Steve Mason will be taken to the stage. And also on Saturday the 9th at Cottiers in Glasgow, Cara Rose is playing, supported by Alice Fay. That's our pick of the gigs for the week ahead. And I thought I'd play some Cara Rose because you can never get enough. This is from earlier this year. It is Cara Rose and Romanticising. Isn't it lovely? We can be something better Than the day we just lit Bye, bye, bye Could have been anything And we still could Now would you take their advice Or stay nervy Like you've always been Romanticizing What you've been giving And up papa, nobody can touch you oh, oh, yes I know The pain makes way for pleasure Oh, 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 oh. yes I know Sun or rain, none remain Find it quite funny To forgive, I have to face it I finally said good riddance what I knew I can slowly hide In my head In my head A frame of mind I can leave behind Ooh What you've been giving me Save me wrapped up In the bubble Nobody can touch it Mm-hmm. 
And that was Fraser McPherson. Beautiful music from Fraser McPherson. It's called Two and it's taken from Piano Improvisations, which is a makeover of his 2015 EP of the same name. And before that, you heard Cara Rose and Romanticising. And as I mentioned, Cara Rose is going to be at Cotiers in Glasgow on the 9th of December, Saturday the 9th of December. And that's all, folks, for another week. This has been the Scots We Hay Show, and I've been Ali Braidwood. And I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard and have discovered something you want to investigate further. If you missed any of the show or would like to listen again, go to camglenradio.org forward slash listen again or head to scotswehay.com where we've got all the old shows. We've got podcasts, news, reviews, and very soon lots of best of the year roundups. So look out for those. Paul Puppet is up next with The Spangled Show, but let's us all meet up next Sunday at 7pm and we can do it all over again. I'm going to leave you with a beautiful song by Aztec Camera from the album Love. This is Killermont Street. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon. As the city asleep Shares its dreams and desires Every wish that we keep We'll trace a line to other times, other places Though the song of the proud House and eyes never fall for defeat Take a trip to reprieve Every hour they leave From Killamon Street Drink a drink to be born And our memories spill Adding on as they pour From our Saturdays and secret sensations Drink a drink to tonight Whiskey words tumble down in the street With the pain that they cure Sentimentally yours from Kilmore Street And with color of turn I made it south to see That the love I had spurred Was just the hate
message for us We can get there by bus From Kilimanjaro Ever-increasing costs, times are tricky for everyone and we know that some residents in Cam Glen might be facing another difficult Christmas. Do you know a local family needing support with Christmas gifts for their kids? Or perhaps an older isolated person who's unlikely to receive any presents? Or perhaps you or your family need this support? Go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Christmas 2023 to fill out a gift request form and we'll be in touch. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. Voluntary Action South Lanarkshire are looking for volunteers for their new Home From Hospital service. The service aims to help people being discharged from hospital who live alone to pick up medication and basic groceries in immediate days after being discharged. To find out more, call 01698 300 390 or 07840 854 187. So that's 01698 300390 or 07840 850 187.
NHS Lanarkshire's Way to Go classes can help you lose weight and help keep it off. The classes are on in Eastfield Leisure Centre on a Thursday at 5pm or a Sunday at 2pm. The classes include weight tracking, tips for eating more healthily and some exercises. If you're going for the first time, you should meet the instructors half an hour before who can be contacted on 0141 642 9500. And finally, Project 31's pop-up play sessions are back in Fernbury Meadows and suitable for children aged up to 12 years old. They are on every Saturday from 1 to 4pm. Join them for games, outdoor activities, sports and arts and crafts. All children must be accompanied by an adult and dressed suitably for the weather. I'm David Cuthbertson and that's your community announcements on Cam Glen Radio. If you have an event or activity happening in Rutherglen or Cambus Lang, let us know. Email what's on at camglenradio.com.